Let's pray, shall we? Father, as you stepped into uh, this confusing situation, as Jesus did, and answered questions that were going round in different people's minds and addressing things that they were arguing about, we pray that you will speak into our confusion now. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like us this morning to uh, look at the subject of healing as we uh, continue our series on the Holy Spirit and the power of prayer. Uh, many of Jesus' miracles were healings, uh, and I believe that God still heals today by the power of Holy Spirit. He sometimes does that miraculously. He sometimes does that more quietly through the medical services and sometimes frustratingly not at least on the face of it i must say that i find healing a confusing subject and i'm aware that uh, i'm out of my depth when it comes uh, to healing so i'd like to draw on both of our bible readings this morning uh, from john from james rather and from mark and uh, to address the things that I don't fully understand about healing. There are four, and we'll look at them in turn. And then I want to end up with one thing that I'm absolutely sure of. Anyway, here goes. The first thing, first thing that's uh, hard to understand sometimes is why some people get healed and others don't. That's why you'll find a uh, picture of somebody uh, waving crutches that they no longer lead, need on the left-hand side. But, and yet, on the right-hand side, I put a picture of this book, On My Way to Heaven, which is a book that uh, Mark Ashton, former uh, vicar of a substantial church in Cambridge, he wrote as he was dying, and the subtext is facing death with Christ and that's something very significant. Um, James 5.15 seems uh, really straightforward, doesn't it? Let's just, uh, I'm just going to read uh, one little bit of that verse. The prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. That's all it says. It seems very simple doesn't it? Seems very straightforward. And I've, indeed, I've been to a meeting where a woman did pretty much what uh, the person on the, in the left-hand picture there is doing. She came, came to the meeting in a wheelchair and she left it walking out uh, because God had done something amazing in her life. I personally prayed for her people and known them get better. But I've also had the opposite experience of praying for someone and that doesn't seem to happen. Sometimes good Christians go unhealed. I've recommended uh, this book, On My Way to Heaven, by Mark Ash, and I'll recommend another, Fear No Evil. I'll leave these, by the way, on the lectern at the end of the service, so if you want to borrow them, then do feel free. Uh, just come and, and take them from here. This is a book by David Watson. He's, he wrote many books, and many of us have read some of them. 
but this one he wrote during the last year of his life as he was dying of cancer and indeed it's finished uh, by his wife the last page is written by his wife just after he has died and uh, it's a really good um, look quite detailed and quite personal in some ways into somebody's cancer journey and how he starts off thinking oh yes he's going to be healed just like the guy uh, waving the crutches there God's going to do something amazing in his life miraculous and then as time goes on actually he kind of realizes that his relationship with Jesus is the most important thing and that deeper healing that Jesus offered interestingly something that uh, that uh, Mark Ashton and uh, David Watson agree on is exactly that. The deepest things of life and death are more and they are subject to Jesus. It's the closeness of our relationship with Jesus that matters most. Something else. The second thing I don't really understand about healings is that some healings are entirely physical and others have a spiritual dimension. Uh, we could have read other Bible passages this morning if you read, read Mark 7 for example where Jesus heals a deaf and mute man then he does that and there's really no spiritual side of it at all. It seems it's just the power of God bing, and lo and behold physical things change and other healings seem to have a spiritual dimension and our, our reading today from Mark 9 is one such occasion it's about more than just medicine incidentally I, I had a conversation uh, a few years ago with a doctor in my previous parish and one of the things he said to me one time completely unprompted by me he said I wish more of my patients realized that sometimes there's a link between the physical things that they come to me with and the spiritual things that are going on in their life. That wasn't my words, that was his. And he was coming from a medical perspective. I, I thought that was a really knowing thing for him to say. The Holy Spirit, of course, is Lord over all kinds of illnesses, uh, just the ones that seem just physical, and the ones that seem to have a physical and a spiritual aspect to them. The power of the Holy Spirit is supernatural, it's extraordinary, and both, both the passages I've referred to, both those healings in Mark 7 and Mark 9, are about connecting human need with the amazing, miraculous power of God. The third thing that I find hard to grasp is that some of the Bible's healings are linked to the faith of the person who's doing the praying. And uh, you know, there are sometimes words that are included like, oh, your faith has healed you. Well, actually, no, it's not faith. It's the power of God. It's the Holy Spirit at work. And in some ways, incidentally, we see this in that, that passage uh, from Mark 9 that was read for us. 
but other, in others, we see the, where the emphasis is more on the power of God than on the faith of the person praying. Actually, Mark 9.24 suggests both of these things, and the Father's words express how I sometimes feel about both healing specifically and about prayer in general. Father says, I do believe. Help me to overcome my unbelief. There's a, a combination of things going on. He knows that... Uh, I, I remember a conversation uh, with, uh, with Christine Hodson, whose funeral we had a few months ago, uh, about, about there, actually. Uh, and she said to me, oh, David, yeah, there's always a danger that we're double-minded and we need to trust God because his power is amazing. I do believe, the Father says to Jesus, help me overcome my unbelief. So there's partly faith there. After all, he's brought his child, but there's also some unbelief there and he knows it. We've seen that some of the Bible's healings then are about the faith of the person praying. But also, uh, the fourth thing I find hard to understand is that some, but not all healings, are like this one. They're linked to the faith of the healee, the person being healed. Uh, last Sunday evening, we looked at one of these in our evening service in Mark 5, the hemorrhaging woman who did what the picture shows here, who touched the, uh, the garment of Jesus as he passed by. But the link between faith and healing is not simple. simple. The uh, prayer isn't like a slot machine. It's not, oh yeah, you put in your coin, you pull the handle, ding, and out comes, bingo, the result that you had in mind. That's not what prayer is. By God's grace, sometimes the result is what we think of as the jackpot, but not always. And prayer is not like uh, a, a fruit machine. I remember uh, a uh, conversation I had with a woman who had a life-affecting medical problem that, uh, humanly speaking, uh, is incurable. And uh, she was a Christian, and she said to me, uh, she had no doubt that God could heal her. But her hunch was that, and she'd be pleased if he did, of course, um, uh, but her hunch was that this side of heaven, she'd had that problem for a long time, so her hunch was that this side of heaven, that probably wasn't going to happen. And it was something that she'd have to live with. Actually, that's a bit how I feel about my little problem. Uh, humanly speaking, it's uh, not curable, and you'll see me wobbling around a bit over the years, and it'll get slowly worse, and that sort of thing. But um, I sort of feel some of this same woman, this woman's sort of her words, really, that God could heal this, but he's had a lot of years, and he hasn't yet. Um, my hunch is that probably this side of heaven probably won't, uh, but that's okay, because the most important thing is to be at peace with God. I know I've got far more, far bigger things in my life, and we've all, every one of you has got far bigger things 
in your life than uh, your physical ailments. By his wounds we are healed. That's what the Bible says. And uh, so whatever the outcome in terms of our physical ailments, our biggest needs are taken care of by Jesus. So that's four things that I find hard to grapple with when it comes to healing. I said I'd end with something I don't find hard to grapple with. It's something I can't get my mind around. None of us can. Uh, but uh, it's something I'm absolutely sure of. And it's this. How great is our God? He's great. He's wonderful. He's beautiful. He's loving. I could go on dot 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 with lots and lots of different adjectives about our wonderful God slow to anger swift to bless all those kinds of things and he's shown in the person of Jesus that he'll go to any lengths to win us God's love God's power have no limit so just remind you again of those words from the Bible. By Jesus' wounds, we are healed. That's true. And that's true in the deepest way imaginable, whether or not we are healed in obvious visible ways. I said in my introduction right at the beginning that I, I sometimes feel out of my depth with respect to healing uh, but I believe, actually, that's where God wants us to be. He wants us to be out of our depth, dependent on him, in a place of saying, his will be done. In a place of recognising that healing is not just about physical ailments. In a place of seeking God's touch on our inner being, things really at the heart of us, in a place of submitting ourselves to God's will and God's touch, in a place of saying, blessed be your name, we sometimes sing it, in the good times and in the bad times, in a place of being open to whatever God wants to do in our lives. Let's go to that place right now and let's bow our heads to pray. Father God, thank you that each of us is dear to you, known by you, loved by you. We lift our needs to you we take a moment of quiet to lay before you those things that you know about already. Lord, we're sorry for the times when we've doubted you like the man in Mark 9, he came and said, if you can do anything, take pity on us. 
and help us. If you can, Jesus said, we acknowledge that we, like uh, this man, are a mix of faith and doubt. Lord, we're sorry for the times when we have doubted your goodness. Sorry for the times when we've contributed to our own problems. We pray, please, that we will know your healing touch. Come, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen.